Good morning. Today is Saturday, November 16th, 2019. Our readings for today are Psalms 87 and 90. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, Psalms 87 and 90. First Maccabees 2, 1 through 28, Revelation 20, 1 through 6, and Matthew 16, 21 through 28. God is spirit, and those who worship must worship in spirit and in truth. Dearly beloved, we have come together in the presence of Almighty God, our heavenly matriarch, to set forth her praise, to hear her holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things that are necessary for our life and our salvation, and so that we may prepare ourselves in heart and mind to worship her. Let us kneel in silence and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins, that we may obtain forgiveness by her infinite goodness and mercy. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry, and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through the grace of Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit keep us in eternal life. Amen. O God, let our mouth proclaim your praise and your glory all the day long. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity. One God, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. The Holy One is in our midst. O come, let us worship. Come, let us sing to the holy matriarch. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before her presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to her with psalms. For she is a great God and a great queen above all gods. In her hand are the caverns of the earth and the heights of the hills are hers also. The sea is hers for she made it and her hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee and kneel before God our maker, for she is our God, and we are the people of her pasture and the sheep of her hand. Oh, that today you would hearken to her voice. The Holy One is in our midst. Oh, come, let us worship. Psalm 87 On the holy mount stands the city he founded. God loves the gates of Zion more than all the dwellings of Jacob. Glorious things are spoken of you, O city of God. Among those who know me I mention Rahab and Babylon, Philistia too, and Tyr with Ethiopia. This one was born there, they say. 
And of Zion it shall be said, This one and that one were born in it. For the Most High herself shall establish it. The matriarch records as she registers the peoples, This one was born there. Singers and dancers alike say, All my springs are in you. Psalm 90 God, you have been our dwelling place in all generations. Before the mountains were brought forth, or ever you had formed the earth and the world, from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. You turn us back to dust and say, Turn back, you mortals. For a thousand years in your sight are like yesterday when it is past, or like a watch in the night. You sweep them away, they are like a dream, like grass that is renewed in the morning. In the morning it flourishes and is renewed, in the evening it fades and withers. For we are consumed by your anger, by your wrath we are overwhelmed. You have set our iniquities before you our secret sins in the light of your countenance. For all our days pass away under your wrath. Our years come to an end like a sigh. The days of our life are 70 years, or perhaps 80 if we are strong. Even then, their span is only toil and trouble. They are soon gone, and we fly away. Who considers the power of your anger? Your wrath is as great as the fear that is due you. So teach us to count our days, that we may gain a wise heart. Turn, O God, how long? Have compassion on your servants. Satisfy us in the morning with your steadfast love, so that we may rejoice and be glad all of our days. Make us glad as many days as you have afflicted us, and as many years as we have seen evil. Let your work be manifest to your servants and your glorious power to their children. Let the favor of our God be upon us and prosper for us the work of our hands. O oh, prosper the work of our hands. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from 1 Maccabees. Chapter 2, verses 1 through 28. In those days, Matthias, son of John, son of Simon, a prince of the family of Joreb, moved from Jerusalem and settled in Moedin. He had five sons, John surnamed Gadi, Simon called Thassi, Judas called Maccabees, Eleazar called Arvaron, and Jonathan called Apus. He saw the blasphemies being committed in Judah and Jerusalem and said, Alas, why was I born to see this? The ruin of my people, the ruin of the holy city, and to live there when it was given over to the enemy, the sanctuary given over to aliens. Her temple has become like a person without honor. Her glorious vessels have been carried into exile. Her infants have been killed in her streets, her youths by the sword of the foe. What nation has not inherited her palaces 
and has not seized her spoils. All her adornment has been taken away. No longer free, she has become a slave. And see, our holy place, our beauty, and our glory have been laid waste. The Gentiles have profaned them. Why should we live any longer? Then Matthias and his sons tore their clothes, put on sackcloth, and mourned greatly. The king's officers who were enforcing the apostasy... Ap <laughs> Sorry, guys, you know me in pronouncing things. Apostasy came to the sound of town of Modin to make them offer sacrifice. Many from Israel came to them, and Matthias and his sons were assembled. Then the king's officer spoke to Matthias as follows, You are a leader, great and honored in this town, and supported by sons and brothers. Now be the first to come and do what the king commands, as all the Gentiles and, his, and the people of Judah and those that are left in Jerusalem have done. Then you and your sons will be numbered among the friends of the king, and you and your sons will be honored with silver and gold and many gifts. But Matthias answered and said in a loud voice, Even if all the nations that live under the rule of the king obey him and have chosen to obey his commandments, every one of them abandoning the religion of their ancestors, and I and my, I and my sons and my brothers will continue to live by the covenant of our ancestors. Far be it from us to desert the law and the ordinances. We will not obey the king's words by turning aside from our religion, from the right to the right hand or to the left. When he had finished speaking these words, a Jew came forth in the sight of all to offer sacrifice on the altar of Enmodin, according to the king's command. When Matthias saw it, he burned with zeal and his heart was stirred. He gave vent to righteous anger. He ran and killed him on the altar. At the same time, he killed the king's officer who was forcing them to sacrifice, and he tore down the altar. Thus, he burned with zeal for the law, just as Phineas did against Zemiri, son of Zalu. Then Matthias cried out in the town with a loud voice, saying, Let everyone who is zealous for the law and supports the covenant come out with me. Then he and his sons fled to the hills and left all that they had in the town. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle D, A Song of the Wilderness The wilderness and the dry land shall be glad. The desert shall rejoice and blossom. It shall blossom abundantly and rejoice with joy and singing. They shall see the glory of God, the majesty of our God. Strengthen the weary hands and make firm the feeble knees. Say to the anxious, Be strong, do not fear. Here is your God coming with judgment to save you. Then shall the eyes of the blind be opened, and the ears of the deaf be unstopped. 
Then shall the lame leap like a deer, and the tongue of the speechless sing for joy. For waters shall break forth in the wilderness, and streams in the desert. The burning sand shall become a pool, and the thirsty ground springs of water. The ransomed of God shall return with singing, with everlasting joy on their heads, upon their heads. Joy and gladness shall be theirs, and sorrow and sighing shall flee far away. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Revelation chapter 20, verses 1 through 6. Then I saw an angel coming down from heaven, holding in his hand the key to the bottomless pit in a great chain. He seized the dragon, that ancient serpent, who is the devil and Satan, and bound him for a thousand years, and threw him into the pit, and locked and sealed it over him, so that he would deceive the nations no more, until the thousand years were ended. After that, he must be let out for a little while. Then I saw thrones, and those seated on them were given authority to judge. I also saw the souls of those who had been beheaded for their testimony to Jesus and for the word of God. They had not worshipped the beast or its image and had not received its mark on their foreheads or their hands. They came to life and reigned with Christ a thousand years. The rest of the dead did not come to life until the thousand years were ended. This is the first resurrection. Blessed and holy are those who share in the first resurrection. Over these, the second death has no power, but they will be priests of God and of Christ, and they will reign with him a thousand years. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle 19 O ruler of the universe, holy God, great deeds are they that you have done, surpassing human understanding. Your ways are ways of righteousness and truth, O queen of all the, o queen of all the ages. Who can fail to do you homage, God, and sing the praises of your name? For you only are the holy one. All nations will draw near and fall down before you because your just and holy works have been revealed. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Holy Gospel, by the grace of Jesus Christ. Praise to you, gracious Christ. From that time on, Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and undergo great suffering at the hands of the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and on the third day be raised. And Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him, saying, God forbid it, Lord, this must never happen to you. But he turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. 
You are a stumbling block to me, for you are setting your mind not on divine things, but on human things. Then Jesus told his disciples, If any want to become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For those who want to save their life will lose it, and those who lose their life for my sake will find it. For what will it profit them if they gain the whole world but forfeit their life? Or what will they give in return for their life? For the Son of Man is to come with his angels in the glory of his matriarch, and then he will repay everyone for what has been done. Truly I tell you, there are some standing here who will not taste death before they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. The word of Jesus Christ. Thanks be to you, Jesus Christ. Let's affirm our faith together with the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Matriarch Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, her only Son, our God. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the matriarch. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Let us use today the suffrages found in Enriching Our Worship, Volume 1. They are found on page 42. God be with you, and also with you. Let us pray. Help us, O God our Savior. Deliver us and forgive us our sins. Look upon your congregation. Give to your people the blessing of peace. Declare your glory among the nations and your wonders among all peoples. Do not let the oppressed be shamed and turned away. Never forget the lives of your poor. Continue your loving kindness to those who know you and your favor to those who are true of heart. Satisfy us by your loving kindness in the morning, so shall we rejoice and be glad all the days of our life. Our holy matriarch in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your queendom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial, and deliver us from evil. For the queendom, the power, and the glory are yours, 
now and forever. Amen. Forgive me, I'm just going to mix the colics and prayers in together today. For those who mourn, merciful God, whose son Jesus wept at the death of Lazarus, look with compassion on all who are bound by sorrow and pain through the death of our loved ones. Comfort us, grant us the conviction that all things work together for good to those who love you, and help us to find sure trust and confidence in your resurrection power through Jesus Christ, our Deliverer. Amen. for protection. Christ, light of light, brightness indescribable, the wisdom, power, and glory of God, the word made flesh. You overcame the forces of Satan, redeemed the world, then ascended again to the, to the matriarch, to the holy matriarch, to our God in heaven. Grant us, we pray, especially Jacob and Jack and all those affected by others thrashing in fear and lashing out at others. We pray you in this tarnished world, the shining of your splendor, send your Archangel Michael to defend us, to guard our going out and coming in, and to bring us safely to your presence, where you reign in the one holy and undivided trinity, to ages of ages. Amen. O oh God, the Queen Eternal, whose light divides the day from the night and turns the shadow of death into the morning. Drive far from us all wrong desires. Incline our hearts to keep your law and guide our feet into the way of peace, that having done your will with cheerfulness during the day, we may, when night comes, rejoice to give you thanks. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O oh God, the author of peace and lover of concord, to know you as eternal life and to serve you as perfect freedom, defend us, your humble servants, in all assaults of your enemies, that we, surely trusting in your defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries. Through the might of Jesus Christ, our God. Amen. God, make us instruments of your peace. Where there is hatred, let us sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is discord, union. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. Grant that we may not so much seek to be consoled as to console 
To be understood is to understand. To be loved is to love. For it is in giving that we receive. It is in pardoning that we are pardoned. And it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. I'm going to do a real whirlwind going through of the readings this morning, and I hope you'll forgive me for that. Um, I am working today, so. Psalm 87 is a psalm, according to my commentary, about Zion, and it is assuring the, it's a direct quote, assuring exiled Israelites their true home and welcoming returnees and the nations who bring them home. And I think there's a lesson here both for us who know ourselves to be not at spiritual permanent home here on earth, to be sojourners in a strange land sometimes. Um, well, at all times except those rare glimpses that we get of heaven, right? So there's a reassurance there that we will eventually reach our spiritual home and be there be finally complete. But there is also a lesson here for us as guides to others finding their way home, seeking and searching and traveling. We are both the traveler and we are also the guide. Our Old Testament reading, this one seems pretty clear to me. Matthias stands up against evil and says, no, I will not, no matter what it costs. And then he gives, as it says here in our text, vent to righteous anger, and he strikes out in violence. We'll see in tomorrow's reading what my commentator describes as, I think it's going to come up in tomorrow's reading, but it's the passage directly after this, as a passive resistance. So we have the violent resistance of Matthias, and then we're going to have a passive resistance. And here in the Old Testament, we don't yet see Jesus' third way, which Walter Wink describes as being an active resistance that is yet not violent. And often we forget that there is this third way. We think that we must either fight violently or lay down like doormats. And you guys have heard me talk about this before, that Jesus was not a doormat. Jesus did not want us to offer ourselves up for abuse. Some of Jesus' words have gotten way misunderstood over the centuries. Jesus wanted us to follow him into a third way. And that's my prayer for us today. God, show us what the third way looks like, what the way of Jesus, what the way of active resistance looks like, and help us to follow that way.
in Revelation, we see the angel coming and Satan being trapped in the bottomless pit for a thousand years. And there's a lot of discussion about this time period. It's been taken in the millennia's perspective, literally. It's been taken figuratively for a time of tranquility before the final eschatological consummation. That's what my commentator says that some folks have done. <coughs> Excuse me with this passage. And I honestly, I don't really know. Except to say that even when Satan the beast is chained, evil is still afoot in the world. We need to make a choice to stop passing evil from person to person and generation to generation. And we need to choose the third way, the way that is rooted in love and faith, the way that casts aside fear and perceived scarcity, the way that is communal and collaborative and cooperative. And then we shall be, as the last verse of our reading says, blessed and holy, My mind can't quite conceive at this moment of what it is all going to look like. But in this I have faith that the way of Christ is the way to follow. And that way is the way of faith and love, of consolation, of lifting up, of community, of wholeheartedness, active, alive, peace. May we follow in this way. Our New Testament reading, man, this really speaks to me. How many times have we been caught up in human things? and thus become stumbling blocks to others and to ourselves. How many times have we focused on earthly powers and distracted ourselves and others from God and heavenly truth? When we do this, when we focus on powers that are not of God, on the powers, for example, of wealth, of human authority. And this, I think, all leads to that unholy motivation of fear and perceived scarcity. When we get caught up in that, there is a greater cost than anything that we can imagine here on earth. It is the cost of our companionship with God. 
It is the cost of the growth and thriving and health of our souls. And that cost, quite frankly, cannot be counted because it is greater than any loss of money or even of earthly life, like Jesus is talking about here, can be. For eternity and heaven, which is true oneness with God, cannot be quantified. So when we are tempted to follow, to fixate on, to be motivated by the powers that are not of God, fear, perceived scarcity, all of these things, let us turn away from them with God's help and with God's strength and God's power. Let us follow God, the Holy Trinity, the third way of Christ, rooted in faith and love. Let us find our North Star, our focal point. Let us ground ourselves in God. God, help us to know where and who we are in you and to follow with faith and love your way in the holy name of your son, Jesus Christ. All this I pray. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O God, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless God. Thanks be to God. The grace of our God, Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. We live without fear, for our Creator has made us holy, has always protected us, and loves us as a good mother loves her children. We go now in peace to follow the good road, and may God's blessing be with us always. Amen.